Everybody, we're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts, the Indiana Hoosiers, basketball and football, the Indiana Pacers, Purdue football, Purdue basketball, Butler basketball, and this is the context we're doing it in. It's time to give report cards. We do this every MLB All-Star break. We're just a couple of days away, four days away from uh, rookies reporting to Grand Park Colts camp, about a week away from the first workouts at Colts camp. In fact, it's exactly a week away today. So we got some time to kind of look back and look ahead at the programs that really keep the Indiana sports calendar churning. We're going to do that. This is Breakfast with Kent brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. If you've got a plumbing problem, they got a plumbing solution. Jared Johnson is absolutely the best at what he does. Give him a call, 765-610-8809. All right, smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We want 280 likes. Listen, it's not all good news. So don't just like for the good news. If you're an Indiana football fan, this is not going to be good news at all. But if you're a Colts fan, it's pretty good news. And if you're an Indiana basketball fan, it's really good news. If you're a Purdue football fan, it's good news, too. So you like what you hear, hit the like button. You don't like what you hear, hit the like button anyway. What the hell? And if you got a question, donate. I'll answer the question. It comes up in a pretty graphic, and it's easy to follow for me, and that is a good thing. All right, let's talk first about the Indianapolis Colts. Are the Colts ready? Where do you grade the Indianapolis Colts? in their effort to build a championship 10 years after Manning. Remember, it was the 2012 draft when the Colts took Andrew Luck and they made the decision to part ways with Peyton Manning. Been a decade. Where has the franchise gone in that decade? They've been to the playoffs five out of the 10 seasons, been to one AFC championship. They have started the season with a loss the last eight seasons and this year, they seem to be on the precipice of something good, but we kind of talk ourselves into that every season, don't we? Every season, we're like, well, I think that this is the one. This is, look what they got a quarterback now. You know, we knew. There have been a couple of years, granted, the year that Scott Tolzien was the opening day quarterback. You knew it wasn't going to be good, right? Scott Tolzien did not look like a starting quarterback in any workout during that camp, and he didn't look like one against the Rams, nothing against Scott Tolzien. All right, like I said, 10 years since Manning left or was left by the franchise, they might right now be the closest that they have been in that 10 years to be the, uh, to be right there at championship-level football or, or the potential to be championship-level football. This might be the closest they've been in these 10 years. You got Ryan, you got Taylor, you got Pittman, you've got Buckner, you've got Ngakwe, you've got Leonard. You got an offensive line that you feel pretty good about if Matt Pryor is good, right? There's a lot going on here that's good. The Frank Reich-Matt Ryan combination that we talked about yesterday, that's going to lift Ryan. Ryan's going to lift the receivers. See, we're talking ourselves into it already. You take a group of minus Pittman Jr. We don't know what these guys are going to be as receivers. We have no idea. But we're saying because Matt Ryan's the quarterback and Frank Reich is the head coach of Matt Ryan, the quarterback, 
all of a sudden these receivers are going to be elevated from a group of, on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe 4s in the aggregate, to 8s. That's kind of crazy, but we still believe it. It's July, and that's what we do. We're going to find out early what this team is as the Colts travel to Houston and Jacksonville. It's been since 1977 that the Colts have started the season 2-0 and with both their first two games on the road. Now, that doesn't happen altogether that often that you start road and road. So, 1970, but wow, 1977. I wasn't even in high school. That's crazy. Long time for the Colts not to do that, and they better go 2-0 this year because you're playing the worst team in the NFL and then Jacksonville. You've got to find a way to start this season 2-0. If they do that, everything's possible. If you don't do that, very little's possible because the following two games, while both at home, are against the Kansas City Chiefs and the defending AFC South champs, the Tennessee Titans. At 0-2, you're staring straight down the barrel of perhaps 0-4. I don't think that's going to happen anyway. I like the way the front office is built. I like the way the coaching staff is built now with Matt Eberflus in Chicago and Gus Bradley here as a defensive coordinator. Ron Miles is going to help that secondary technically work at a really, really high level. I like the offense. Matt Ryan, one of the best play-action guys in the NFL. He's got Jonathan Taylor. You got Jonathan Taylor and play action. You got a chance to fool a lot of defenses. I love the Colts this season. I give them an A minus. That's. I wouldn't give five franchises in the NFL an A minus or an A. How about the Indiana Pacers? Let's talk about the Pacers. Pacers are in the middle of a rebuild. It seems like they have refocused a little bit. And through that refocus, this franchise is going to get better eventually. What we've seen over the course of the last how many years? We saw uh, the drafts of TJ Leaf and then Aaron Holiday, and then you deal a first, or then Batadza, then you deal a first rounder uh, for Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, whiff, 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 whiff. A lot of whiffing for the Pacers. It's hard to overcome swinging and missing repeatedly at first round draft picks, but it seems like. The last couple, they've and with trades, they've kind of figured some things out. The trade to get Brogdon off the payroll, a good one. You wind up getting a guy in Neesmith who might wind up being a rotational player with great upside. You've still got Miles Turner, but with Matherin, with Halliburton, Heald perhaps sticking around, you, you got a chance to improve and have a higher ceiling in two or three years. And that's a good thing for the Pacers. But there is no fizz around this organization whatsoever. Zero. There is zero excitement. I go out because I got the long pass. You you people, some of you know this, go out to the concerts at the former Deer Creek, the Ruoff Home Mortgage uh, Music Center. And there's lots of cold swag there. There's a lot of Indianapolis 500 swag out there. Cubs, I see a lot of that. Some Bears. I see nothing with the Pacers logo. Zero. There is no effervescence to that franchise whatsoever. Gainbridge Fieldhouse being renovated. People really suspicious of going downtown, especially on a weeknight. There is just no fizz to that operation whatsoever. So, I give it a D, to be honest. 
Like, I, I love the Pacers, and, and hopefully they get things turned around and we get this pivoted in the right direction. However, there is something's got to change. I, I don't know whether it's ownership. I don't know what it is, management. But, man, there is, there is no sense of fun associated with the Indiana Pacers whatsoever. And, again, I love the people down there. They're wonderful people, but there's got to be some some buzz. There's none. Indiana basketball. How different would it be for Indiana basketball if they hadn't had come back from the dead against Michigan in the Big Ten tournament to earn a spot in the uh, in the NCAA tournament? How different would it be? It would be oh man, same old, same old. No. People are really excited. That's what one game can do. One game can kind of pivot the momentum in a way that's meaningful, and they have. They pivoted. Indiana basketball did under Mike Woodson. Mike Woodson went into the locker room and tore into guys, and they came out in the second half, and they played basketball. Now you've got Trace Jackson Davis, Race Thompson back, right? Malik Renault, Jalen hood Shafino coming in, the only two five-star kids coming into the Big Ten this year, you got a chance to do some business and cut down some nets. It's net cutting time in Bloomington. Feel uh, at least contention for a Big Ten title and moving toward where you're talking about a run to the Sweet 16 or maybe the Elite Eight. And once you get there, who knows what happens for Indiana basketball. I'll give Indiana basketball an A. And recruiting-wise, they're kind of rolling. Now let's talk about Indiana football before we get to Purdue basketball. Indiana, it's net-cutting time for the basketball Hoosiers. It's nut-cutting time for the football Hoosiers. Football Hoosiers coming off an 0-9 Big Ten season where they were outscored by Big Ten opponents 316-94. Recruiting is at a... They're underwater recruiting. They've got two recruits, or seven recruits, committed... For the class of 2023, the past recruiting class, we don't know what the hell it is. A lot of transfers coming in. Can they play? How about quarterback? We have no idea who the quarterback's going to be. One thing that we do know is Tom Allen is the coach, and he's going to be the coach because that buyout would be extraordinary. He signed an extension after 2000, which is pretty smart, 2020. Signs an extension that makes the buyout 100% of the rest of his remaining deal if he's fired not for cause and losing is not cause before the end of 2024. And this extension runs through 2027. So, you know what? Love him. Don't love him. Tom Allen, he's here, baby. And, and here he's going to stay because who's going to step up and write the giant check to make him go away. I don't think anybody. You know, even the Simons have a limit to their generosity. Uh, Indiana, or Purdue basketball. Purdue basketball's in pretty good shape. They just keep kind of rolling it back. They got guys coming in. Guys who are, one, who was redshirted last year in uh, Trey Kaufman-Wren. And you got Caleb first coming back, Zach Eady coming back. You lose Eric Hunter. You lose Trevion Williams. Um, so you lost guys, right? You lost Jaden Ivey. Let's not forget Jaden Ivey. Not a great scenario for Purdue basketball. However, 
you feel pretty good about them because they're they're a B program and they're a B program forever. They they're like that kid who works really really hard, just can't get over the hump to get A's consistently, and and teachers are like yeah, giving him a B even before the semester starts. B for that kid, you just know it's a B. By the way, Indiana football's an F. I didn't give a grade to Indiana football. Uh, didn't want to give a grade to Indiana football because who wants to give anybody an F? But Indiana football right now is at an F level. You can't go 0-9 in the Big Ten and get outscored by more than 200 points in just those nine games and, and claim to be anything but a failing football program. Just the way it is. I still go down there, have a great time. Back to the old days where we don't go into the stadium but you know what? It's what that's Indiana football. It's what it was when I went to school there. It's what it was later. Drive down to Indiana. You go to the game? Oh hell no. We're out here in the parking lot having a great time. Why would we go in the game and ruin a beautiful Saturday? That's Indiana Indiana football. Um how about Purdue football? Hey, Purdue's nine and four last year. They win a Motor City Bowl. They're in pretty good shape. Brum's doing a nice job up there. Got it kind of back on track. You feel good about Purdue football. Uh, I give them a B plus. And uh, Butler basketball, I don't know what Butler basketball is going to be with Thad Mata coming in for Laval Jordan. I just don't. A lot of transfers, including the aforementioned Eric Hunter from Purdue. He's coming in. They got guys who can play a little bit. Lukosius is back. And, uh, I mean, there you, you got kind of the, the makings of a potentially good team. So it, hopefully with Admata in there, things improve a little bit. Love LaVelle Jordan though, hated to see him go. So there you go. I give, uh, I don't even know what, what letter grade do you give Butler? I, I guess an incomplete. They didn't like where they were. So they made a change. They brought Thad back and you hope for the best. Uh, the Big 12 and Pac-12, Samson James, the, you know what? Once you start leaving, you can't stop leaving. A lot of guys, they start leaving places. And we remember Samson James went to Indiana, transferred to Purdue. Now he's leaving. I, I don't know that that's true. Uh, I'm not that plugged into Purdue football to tell you the truth. Uh, Big 12 and Pac-12, they say they're not going to merge. Wouldn't make any difference if they did. Who cares? Like you merge a bunch of mediocre programs with another bunch of mediocre programs, what do you get? Mediocre plus mediocre doesn't equal good. Mediocre plus mediocre equals mediocre. Nobody's going to want to watch Colorado and Cal play football against each other or, or Cal and Iowa State or Kansas State and Colorado. Who gives a damn? doesn't make any difference. They are, we have relegated the Big 12 and the Pac-12 outside our consciousness. Uh, David Faraday's leaving NBC to join the Live Tours and Analyst. He's going to be on their YouTube channel. He's dead to me, too. That's just the way it is. The Live Tour. You belong to the Live Tour. You sign on with that rogue operation. Adios. I got no time for you. Goodbye, David Faraday. Enjoyed you for a while. Good interviewer. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays on this beautiful Tuesday in central Indiana. Devin Hunter, happy birthday. Brooke Penbacker. Happy birthday, the great David Eggleston. Happy birthday. Very, very fast when we were in grade school together. Everything in grade school is about speed. If you were fast, people were like, well, he's a fast guy. We, we got to keep our eye on him. Peter Gallenbach, 
happy birthday, a terrific writer of sports books, Dave Parker, the great Bigsy, Steve Biggs, happy birthday, played number three on a terrific New Albany golf team back in 1978, 79. Uh, Andrew Brandt, happy birthday, Todd Manley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, lift somebody else. Be good to somebody else. You know what? It, it, pay somebody an honest and specific compliment. It makes their day better. It makes your day better. Lift each other. Let's not pull each other down anymore. Can we not do that? Inside Indiana Sports coming later today. Let's go. It's You think it's like boring sports time. Not for me, baby. 365 days a year, we're rolling.